Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here. And we have a very exciting evening ahead of us. Um, the first arena rush defenses will end. And uh, I'll get you updated here on the leaderboards of the stars as that concludes. But I expect that right away we're going to kick into the next arena, the second arena of this season. And uh, that will give us a new scenario, a new foil card to win, new opportunity to earn credits, all kinds of good stuff. But you know what? I don't even have to guess at these things because White Wizard CEO Rob Doherty is going to join me on the program here later this evening. Hopefully he'll be on to tell us, uh, sort of end the mystery around this thing and tell us what the new um, arena is and that, that scenario and give us maybe some strategic insights as we head into that uh, new world, so to speak. So uh, stay tuned tonight. Rob Doherty on the minicast. See you then. All right, before we get to Rob tonight, let's talk about the leaderboards on the Trophy Stars. Uh, in first place right now, this is a, maybe, I don't know, five hours before this thing ends, uh, Agent Seto has 55 stars, more than halfway to the Brain World, which is nuts. I spoke a little too fast when I said that Damola would be the first to the Brain World. Um, that was presumptuous of me. Damola is in third place with 42, Clemp at 44, one car less, No Mercy both at 33, Zaff Flinger, 32. Uh, w Rednos, I don't know, Rednos, 28. Eggies, 28. Uh, that's just your top eight. Then we have in the nine spot, Grab with 27. And Fat Asian with 28. That's PH, Fat Asian. MTG Girl, Magic, MT, MT, MT Girl, 26. Anyway, uh, it, it's, it's pretty intense. Um, people are getting up there. With the stars, I'm just outside the top 20 with 20 stars. And let's keep going down the list here. If you have 15 stars, you're in the top 50. Um, top half on the way to the brain world. It looks like as we head down to 86, let's see, nine stars puts you in the top 100. If Let's see, the last number 100 right now is Anboat. Anboat, eight stars. Spanish Iwa, eight stars. So, you know. Uh, I don't, I don't know how much people are putting in to make this happen. Um, but that's what it took this week. Agent Seto must have put in a ton of just, it's not that much money really, but he must have been paying up. I'm not entirely sure why, unless he just absolutely loved that, uh, loved that scenario. You don't have to be first. I guess there's a little bragging rights to be first, but you just have to be top hundred to get that brain world. So uh, stay tuned for more. We'll see how this shakes out. We've got three more weeks in the season. Um, you don't even get a, an avatar for being first on a, on a week, you know, for one of these, one of these uh, leaderboards for the current um, arena. But as it is, congrats to Ag Agent Seto. I'll assume you'll hold out and win this week. All right, we go now over to my interview with Rob Doherty where we discussed this week's arena format and got a couple of general questions answered about the uh, arena. I tried to pull a couple of little spoilers out of him. Listen close, you'll see how it goes. Hey, Rob. Hey, Paul, how you doing? I'm great, how are you, man? Good, good. Can you hear me okay? I can. Welcome to Star Realms Minicast. Thank you very much for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. So I hear we have some exciting news to discuss today. Uh, we have a, a change in the arena, as we have, we will every week. 
you want to tell us what's going on? Sure. So we've got, um, as you said, every single week we're going to have a new arena format. It's one of the, the really cool things about arena. Um, when you're playing, you're, you've got modified rules uh, for the game. And every single week, those modified rules are different. So uh, it keeps you on your toes. Um, and you, uh, you have to um, uh, sort of learn Star Realms all over again. So it keeps it, uh, keeps it really fresh and fun. Um, so, uh, this week you're going to be, uh, channeling your inner machine cult. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've got the, uh, ruthless efficiency, uh, is, uh, um, is the scenario and, uh, under ruthless efficiency, um, you're going to have a little, uh, little thing that looks kind of like a gambit that you'll be able to click on and spend, uh, one trade to scrap a card uh, from your hand. And this is something you can do once per turn. Beautiful. Now, that sounds really, really simple. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it ends up, when you're playing it, giving you some really, really interesting decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody who's played a lot of Star Realms knows that in the beginning of the game, getting scrapping is great because you can thin your deck down, make it so you'll shuffle more frequently, make mm-hmm. it so you get those cards that you bought um, faster. Uh, but you also know that you want to um, buy big things, uh, mm-hmm. make as many buys as, and as the biggest buys you can uh, before that first shuffle. So on the second time through your deck, you're going to be, um, you're going to be buying some, um, some awesome, you're going to have awesome stuff come up, right. be able to buy bigger and better things. Um, so, You've got this really interesting dilemma of, okay, do I spend a trade uh, reducing the stuff I can buy and get rid of a card from my hand? And if, you know, if that card happens to be a scout, you're going to be reducing your trade further Mm -hmm. in order to uh, in order to get the scrapping effect. Also, um, later in the game, you'll um, you'll be able to thin your deck out when those purchases matter a little bit less. Um, So. uh, uh, it has this really interesting dynamic of of um, you know, when to use this ability that both players have available to them uh, at all times. Fantastic. And, and we'll dive into the, the strategic changes to the play a little bit later. But also it's true that each week the uh, card sets available in the arena will change. Uh, even if you haven't you know, purchase them, perhaps everyone will be able to play with these uh, expansions. So what do we have available? This yeah, week? so um, so every week um, there are. Um, there are different sets um, that we'll be playing with, as you said. And uh, uh, this coming week, we've got uh, the base set of Star Realms. Um, mm-hmm. So the uh, uh, an old favorite. Um, <laughs> and we've got the Heroes from Crisis. These okay. are the lower cost heroes. And then we also have Promo Pack 1. Uh, and that uh, that pack has some real powerhouse cards in it. Yes, it does. Uh, especially uh, especially at the uh, the seven cost range. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, right in that seven um, cost area there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, uh, and that you know that also provides some interesting uh, uh, interesting uh, interactions with the uh, um, with that uh, pay to scrap issue. Um, how much to thin your deck? How much to build your economy? You know, right. uh, are you going to plan around, you know, hoping for those those big things coming? Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that is the uh, uh, that is the format for this coming week. Fantastic. Um, 
And I have one more question here before we dive into strategy. Um, there'll be a new foil card available this week or two. How, what will we see? Um, so the, uh, the season foil mm-hmm. um, the, uh, that you get at two wins will stay the same through the entire month of May. Okay. Um, but the six win foil will change every week. Right. Um, so um, this, uh, uh, this past week, our, uh, our six win foil was, uh, was the cutter. So if you managed to get six wins um, uh, last week, you uh, picked up the cutter. This, uh, this next week, the six win foil is going to be the space station. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and every single week we're going to have a, uh, a different card at the, uh, at the six win category. Cool. Very exciting. Uh, yeah, those shinies are, are really nice to see in app and it seems like they each have, it's not like a single foil animation. They each have something a little bit different. You can yeah, sort of we see had, on the cutter, uh, there's like was... some rocket stuff coming out of the back of it. Yeah, we have, uh, so, um, uh, the, um, our, um, uh, Antonis, our lead artist, uh, is uh, working with uh, Darwin, the art director, and with uh, 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 Graphics Manufacturer, the uh, 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 company that does a lot of art for Star Realms, uh, um, for creating this animation process. And this is something we've done for um, lots of, uh, you know, for, uh, for the, uh, the entire uh, base set of Star Realms and are continuing to create foils uh, for um, all the sets, uh, so that we'll be, uh, you know, we'll have, we'll have foils for, uh, for many arenas to come yeah. and potentially for some other, uh, um, some other, uh, um, event prizes. Interesting. Very cool. And it sounds like if you've done the whole course set and they're ready to foil, then you've got a long runway ahead of you. So we're excited about that. Yes. Yeah. We well, basically, we wanted to make sure that we were prepared for, um, uh, we, we were ready to go. Cool. Uh, and wouldn't uh, and wouldn't have to, uh, um, uh, you know, would would wouldn't want to do any delays based on the yeah. spoiling. So this yeah, is yeah. Uh, so while we were you know creating these formats and doing the testing for this, we um, for months we've been working on the uh, on the foiling process for the cards, and I think they they really came out great. So, yeah, they're uh, beautiful. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into this week's uh, ruthless efficiency in here and talk about first of all the elephant in the room arc. Do you think that this kind of um, lowers the overpowered value of arc because to my first mind i think if everybody's going to be scrapping throughout the game arcs weaker sure um so well first of all let's be real arcs going to be disgusting no matter what <laughs> yeah. um yeah but uh uh but it is true that um uh both players will have access to scrapping um decks will get smaller faster um uh this will this can lead to um uh quicker deadlier mm-hmm. games in general um which leaves less time for a card like the arc to uh uh to you know to dominate yeah. on, on its own um you know it is uh uh it is still nasty and there we are there will definitely be races you know uh races to the arc mm-hmm. um but uh um but i I believe the impact will be slightly lessened uh, yeah. on the, you know, on the power of the arc. Right. And then, and then how else do you think about what's in that, um, that year one ex- uh, promo pack and how that shapes the game? Well, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of the bases right. uh, in the year one uh, promo pack. Um, 
uh, Star Market is uh, is fantastic. Gives you um, you know some great buying uh, juice early, um, and uh, um, and you know can keep you in the game with that uh, authority gain yeah. uh, later. Um, the uh, um, Fortress Oblivion um, uh, can give you some you know some great and recursive uh, deck thinning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like unlike um, being a being an outpost, um, you can't ignore it. Like if, you right. know, if you, sometimes when your opponent gets like uh, uh, gets a star star market or a star base omega or a breeding site, if they don't manage to pick up bases right. or scary ally abilities in those factions, sometimes you'll just choose to ignore that card for a little while mm-hmm. uh, and and leave it in play where it's not doing any harm. Right. Uh, but with the um, but with the Fortress Oblivion. Um, no such option. Uh, it's an outpost; they have to take it out. Right. So it's going to be thinning stuff on its own while while uh, you know protecting your score. And um, obviously, it's given those uh, those other bases um, some uh, uh, some thinning potential. Yeah, that was my um, first thought as well. Was just thinking about all those bases in there: Starbase, Omega, Breeding Site. I think Breeding Site is going to be massive in this format, especially with the possibility for like a mono green deck where all those blob fighters are doing what they do um, with a, with a very quickly thinning deck. You don't even have to have red cards to pull off all that draw with green. So sure. That's going to be pretty yeah. exciting. Um, and, um, uh, and uh, the, the, sh- all the ships are, are pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, so um, you've got the, uh, uh, the battle barge, yeah. um, which, uh, um, can be absolutely devastating in oh, yeah. combination with those bases. Um, uh, and uh, Battle Screecher gives you great board control, especially useful with these these high power cards um, that uh, come up being able to control that trade row and basically make it the way you want it for your turn and uh, take away the the scary stuff that you can't uh, you can't afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course um, the uh, the mega hauler. Um, uh, being able to you know gain you authority, acquire any ship and put it on top of your deck, yeah, and and then ally to draw and then draw that ship, um, super powerful. And of course, uh, and of course, the arc is you know probably the most powerful card in the game for its cost. Oh yeah, um, uh, and uh, um, the scrapping two cards, five combat, and uh. Um, and drawing to uh, you know all all everything you want in one one yeah it's a finisher too <laughs> it's, 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 yes it is yeah uh, so um, uh, so definitely some uh, some really strong cards there and you know and the uh, uh, and the uh, the Merc cruiser is also included in that set nice. um, um, uh, certainly uh, uh, significantly weaker than. Uh, um, than the other ships we mentioned. However, that uh, um, the ability to uh, choose a faction um, and uh, uh, have it be that faction can really tighten up your deck yeah. uh, with those allies. It's interesting to compare this with last week's format where um, speaking to some of the, the players that I spoke to and just my own experience, I felt like blue, and, uh, blue got a big boost relative to the other um, factions because econ was so important. Do you think that there's a faction here that's going to get a boost or one that's going to get a drop overall as a result of the scrapping ability from Ruthless Efficiency? Uh, so 
Um, it's not going to be as um, ruthless. Of the the um, ruthless efficiency is not going to be as uh, changing on the card evaluations as last week's mm-hmm. format was. Uh, um, in that, um, uh, you as you said, you can you don't need to get red right. uh, to thin out your deck, but um, but. It's still getting some good machine cult decks inning. Still going to be useful because you know you can more rapidly mm-hmm. thin your deck down. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, quite good. Um, and uh, while trade is not as good um, uh, as it uh, as it was late game, where you could buy those bases directly right. into play, so basically trade stayed relevant all the way through. Yeah. Um, trade is relevant a little bit longer because if you have extra trade that means you will also get to do some deck sitting that turn right uh so um uh, um so it will but it will feel very different from both regular star realms play and from last week's play uh so you're you're gonna have uh sort of uh um uh a you you will definitely get a different play experience. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And I think that that's been one of that's that's probably been the most exciting thing about the scenarios and the arena is just that you have a totally fresh and different feel on the game that's exciting and gives you new things to think about. I've heard several players say that this has been their favorite expansion. And actually, yep. I want to ask a question that came out of that: Is there ever uh, a possibility of releasing the scenarios pack? as a traditional expansion to the app that can be added to challenge games or level games. So, um, uh, it is possible. Mm -hmm. Um, the things where it gets tricky, um, is, uh, um, uh, division of, uh, division of player pool. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, um, selecting different formats specifically, can be pretty easy for challenges it's uh it's a little trickier for uh for level play but yeah. um you know we um you know we do have our quick match feature which helps to fix uh those issues so it's it's certainly uh a possibility uh for uh for down the road um, awesome. there's there are some programming challenges on some of the uh on some of the scenarios we're still okay. working through so one of the nice things about the arena is we could get like you know, half a dozen or so of them in yeah. the can is okay. These are ready to go, and then we can our programming team can continue to work on on them as you know as the arena cool. uh, rolls forward. You mentioned um, player matching. Let me ask about how that works in the arena. Is there some? Is there a different algorithm to the way that players match? Does it depend does it, on level or trophy stars at all? Um, so it uh, it does not depend on doesn't depend on your level. Um, what it depends on is how you are doing in that arena run. Okay. So basically, it uh, each arena is like its own tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, um, so like if you were playing in let's say like a Magic tournament, um, and you were two and one, mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect you know someone's lifetime rating to affect who you got paired against. You just right. get paired up against another two and one player. Okay. That's trying to win arena. We try and look at your current current number of stars. Uh, in that particular, or your current number of wins in that particular arena, and then pair you up against someone with the same level. Right. However, um, the priority is on letting you play. So okay. we'll try and pair you up against someone with a with a similar number of wins. And if we can't find one in a relatively reasonable amount of time, sure. we're gonna 
we're going to pair you up against uh, an available player. Got it. And that's, um, just, that's not for the week. That's just for that specific run at the arena. If I'm 5-0, and you'll try to find me a 5-0. and And if you can't, you'll get me who you can get me. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's and we we do that every single arena run. Oh, and and uh, before I forget, I uh, definitely want to mention um, uh, with this new arena run, everyone will get a free entry every single week. Um, uh, you get a free entry uh, into the arena. Beautiful. Um, so uh, you know, uh, it wasn't a one-time yeah. thing with uh, with the first arena we we're doing. Um, our current with our current model um, that we're we're testing out here in the beta. Um, every week you're going to get a, um, you'll, you'll get one free entry. Uh, and of course in, with that free entry, if you, if you win some games, you'll also earn some credits. You can save those up and, you know, parlay them into more, uh, arena entries as time goes on. So if you're, uh, if you're a player who wants to just, just try it out for free, you'll get to try every single week. Uh, you'll get to try out the new format. Um, and you get to play at least a couple games because you you know you have to get two losses to get knocked out. But you could you know if you if you uh, if you're winning you get to, you get a whole bunch of arena games in, and um, and if uh, um, and you can win up to thirty credits each week playing. Um, and there's uh, an arena cost twenty credits. So if uh, um, if you are doing well, you'll be able to play like two and a half times a week uh, for free. Um, and if you do want to pay to play, it's it's pretty cheap. It's like yeah. Uh, um, uh, quarter of pop, about a, about yeah. a quarter, <laughs> yeah. A quarter, yeah. yeah. And that's a good way for me to keep thinking about it. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna put another quarter in the machine, take another one. Of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that. Uh, that hashtag, yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, well, that's excellent. I appreciate all the information here. And uh, usually I have guests on, we do we do like a you know live play and strategy discuss. We'll set that up for another day. Awesome. I do have one question though. I put this to Darwin, he did not fill me in, but I'm gonna try you. Will you tell me the stats on the Hive Queen? I'm dying to know. <laughs> um, uh, no. Not even a ballpark. <laughs> just some special. Okay, I've got one more. Are we going to see a card that draws three in Frontiers? Um, are you going to see a card that draws three in Frontiers? Um, I, I'm, I'm not, no, not doing a spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I tried. I did my very best. All right. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate having you on. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, bud. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, there you have it. I couldn't get out of him uh, the Hive Queen stats. We'll keep trying on that. Couldn't get out of him any any kind of spoilers whatsoever, but we did hear about uh, this week's arena, Ruthless Efficiency, scrap, scrap, scrap. Um, We'll be covering this all throughout the week as players start to figure out what's going on. This goes live tonight, 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't even know how that works, standard, daylight, whatever it is. Um, Stay, you know, get ready. I think this is going to be really fun. Um, My predictions are that this lowers the value overall of red and increases the value overall of green and the fifth faction bases. And we'll just see how it goes. I mean, this is an interesting format where you could get, you could get literally, you know, just, I don't know, get a missile bot and then try to grab yellow discard cards and just scrap to five discards. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, um, I'll see you next time. And until then, I will see you on the realms. <laughs>